You're listening to a podcast of The River in Durant, Oklahoma. Join us Sundays at 10 a.m. or Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Or learn more about us online at theriverdurant.com. Amen. God is so good, I tell you. I just want to, I know there are visitors this morning, but we consider you our family. And we want to say thank you so much for coming because we truly see you as an answer to our prayers. Amen. All right. All right, get ready. <laughs> Y'all ready for the word? Isn't that, what, isn't that what she always says? Well, she doesn't need an introduction, but I'm just warning you, she's coming. Miss Ann's going to preach. Praise God. <laughs> Amen. I love motherhood. This was my heart's desire as a young girl. All I wanted to be was a mother and a wife. And God has given me my desire. We have three grown children, all in full-time ministry. And uh, I'm just very proud of my children. Uh, my oldest son texted me like 6 o'clock this morning. Just wanted to say happy Mother's Day. And did I beat Brandon and Jennifer? <laughs> That's all he cared about. <laughs> they have a race to see who can tell me first. But what a blessing children are. You know, they are our heritage. They are going to take this world and change it for the better. Amen. We've worked at doing it, you know, the best we can. But they're coming up behind us. And I think it's so important that we raise our children correctly so that they can do what God has called them to do. Amen. Well, I say moms are society's most valuable players. They are the MVPs of the human race. It's a... Uh, it's a great high calling, and I'm grateful for the mothers that are represented here today. Uh, you know, I'm not saying that all moms are perfect. I mean, hey, I know y'all can't believe us, but I'm not. I'm just saying. <laughs> Pretty much, but. Anyway, <laughs> you know, it is it is 24-7 job, and uh, I am amazed at the things that mothers can accomplish in the most trying situations. You know, God has put that within us. He's, he's put all of these things inside of us as mothers to be able to tend to our children, and I am so grateful for that. You know, you've heard of the mother's intuition. It's very real. I had somebody ask me here a while back, do you get that as soon as you get pregnant? And I said, not sure, but probably. Because you have to have that to be able to, you know, be sensitive, when to pray for your children, and it's very important. So I'm great for that gift that God has given us. And so, your Oklahoma City Thunder MVP player, here you go, Kevin Durant.
by ourselves. One of the best memories I had is when we moved into our, our first apartment. No, no bed, no furniture, and we just all sat in, in the living room and just hugged each other. Cause we, that's what we, we thought we made it. And when, you, when something good happens to you, I don't know about you guys, but I tend to look back to what brought me here. And you wake me up in the middle of the night in the summer times, making me run up a hill, making me do push-ups, screaming at me from the sideline of my games at eight or nine years old. We weren't supposed to be here. You made us believe. You kept us off the street. Put clothes on our backs, food on the table. When you didn't eat, you made sure we ate. You went to sleep hungry. You sacrificed for us. You're the real MVP. Amen. <laughs> Isn't that beautiful? Number one, mom is a motivator. Amen. She has to be motivated to do the things that God has called her to do. In 1 Samuel 2.19, Moreover, his mother made him a little coat and brought it to him from year to year when she came up with her husband to offer the yearly sacrifice. This mother dedicated this child to the house of God and left him there for the man of God to raise him. I, I just can't even fathom leaving my baby. But, you know, she did because she knew that this young baby had a call on his life. And I just think about the hours that that mother had to imagine how this child had grown each year. And she had to make the coat the right size. Only a mother would take that kind of time and figure out how it's going to fit him this year. Uh, John's mom called yesterday, and she's a seamstress. She's amazing. This woman can take, with no pattern, make a man's suit. I mean, this is, she's, I don't even try to compete. But um, yesterday was John's nephew's graduate, high school graduation, and his mother bought a dress and got home, and it did not fit. So she went up to her mother-in-law, and ask her if she could make it fit. And the love, I mean, that just so touched my mother-in-law's heart that she would come to her and ask her to do that because, you know, it was an important night for this, uh, you know, actually it was her grandson that was graduating, but, you know, it was a, an important time for her. And John's mom took that dress and made it fit. God is so good. Love is the greatest motivator that mothers have and uh, it sees a need and will do anything she can to meet it I, I just I'm amazed at that you know she sees a dream and she's going to make that dream work for that child whatever it needs to be you know many times I'm sure you've been disappointed but you can encourage your child and, and raise them up to believe that they can be anybody and they can do anything 
just like Kevin Durant's mother did, no matter how hard of times you're facing. You know, God will make a way. He, he just never ceases to amaze me how he does that. I want you mothers to remember, you are the greatest force in this earth because you carry this love for your children and it changes their lives forever. You can make them or you can break them. And it's so important that you, you know, they go out into this world when they go to school and different places. People are mean. They just are. You know, they're just mean to little children. It doesn't matter how old they are. And you don't know what that child has faced that day at school. And so when they come home, they should come home to loving arms that you can make them believe that they're bigger than that person and that they don't have to be that way. I know my youngest granddaughter, uh, my son in Austin, told me the other day she was going to a... <laughs> well... She, um, first of all, well, yeah, she was being bullied at school by these two older girls. She, goes to, she was going to a school where they taught Spanish one day, English the next, Spanish, English, everything. She's a little Hispanic and white girl. And so, but these two girls tormented her the minute she got to school. And my son had told me, he said, Mom, Macy, as soon as I went upstairs, I would say, Macy, it's time to get up she'd get up immediately but then it got to where she wouldn't get up she she would beg her daddy she's please don't make me go today I don't want to go to school so he knew something was going on because that was not her and so she told him what was going on well behind the scenes her mother and dad were checking into another school where she could go and uh, which were all the other three go in Wimberley Texas and so her mom brought her in there and set her down at the table, and she said, Macy, I've been keeping a secret from you, and now's the time to tell you. And she said, <laughs> Macy looked up at her, and she goes, we're poor. <laughs> that was the worst thing she could think of. I'm going, you live in a two-story house. You drive a big fancy car. I don't think you're poor. <laughs> but they told her that she had been accepted in Wimberley. Oh, my goodness, that child's heart just leapt. And, it, you know, that's what a mother does. She finds a way. When things are not going great, she finds a way for a way to bless her children. You know, the laundry's never going to end. And it doesn't matter because all you care about is the people that wear it and you make sure it's taken care of for them because you're their mom. Amen? Mom is a visionary. Proverbs 1.8 My son, hear the instructions of thy father and forsake not the law of thy mother. Years ago, uh, our daughter and son-in-law were trying to have babies. I never had that problem, but she did. <laughs> Anyway, she, uh, Jennifer and Derek, they had gotten married, and they were so excited and wanted to start a family, and it just was not happening. And so one night she called me, and she said, Mama, 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 I'm pregnant. And uh, we rejoiced and shouted and praised and thanked the Lord, and the next morning she miscarried. And that was a very hard time. You know, and I tell people, Unless you've been there, 
don't say I under I understand how you feel because you don't. And I, you know, I told her I said I don't know how that feels, but our other son, uh, Brandon and Jennifer, had lost a baby. She was six months pregnant with our first grandson, and uh, they lost that baby. He's in heaven, running the streets of glory. <laughs> And now with Jennifer's baby, I think they're running together. And uh, so a few days later, you know, I was just praying. I said, Father, you have got to show me or tell me what to tell my daughter. Because, you know, I don't have the words to comfort her. And I saw this vision immediately of all of us standing on a platform dedicating her third child. And I saw her little girl and her little boy, her first little boy, and a blue blanket. And I called her, and I said, Jennifer, you're going to have a baby. No, you're going to have babies. And, you know, that just so encouraged her to, for her level of faith to rise up and to believe God for her babies. And now she has all three of them. And every time she got pregnant, everybody told her, you know, with the first one, it's going to be a boy. And I said, Nope, it's a little blonde-headed girl I saw her, and the second one was a little boy, and the third one was a little boy. You know, hang on to your dreams and ask the Lord to show you for special moments like that because he is such a good God, and he will do that. Amen? I want you to see this. Israel? Jamie and his twin sister Emily are now five 
21 months old and happily living at their home in Sydney, Australia. And we were lucky. Yeah. We feel so fortunate. We're like the luckiest people in the world. It was his mother's words that helped bring him. She kept telling him what he was going to be and told him about his little sister and about what God had, well, what they had planned for his life as though he was going to continue to live. You know, I mean, that is just an, an amazing thing to me. She wasn't discouraged. She just rubbed him and blessed him. Only a mother, only a mother could do something like that. Mom, get, get a vision of your children doing wonderful things. You know, like I said, they're out there in this world, and all they hear is negative. But when they come home, they should be able to hear positive words from their mama and say, you're going to be the greatest person on this earth. God has a call on your life, and nobody can take that away. You know, everybody has a destiny. And mothers are the ones that always encourage. I know dads do too, but mothers spend so much more time with their children. And it's just, it's a miracle to me that God has placed that in us to be able to do that, you know. You know, your child may be flipping and flopping, but that's not God's destiny for that child. And that's why we're supposed to guide them and help them know which way to go. And I'm just so appreciative you know like I said that my husband made a way for me to be home most of the time uh, so that I didn't have to work and I know there are some mothers that have to work but you do have an evening with those children and take that time you know don't sit in front of the tv and veg spend time with your children and you know when our children were growing up, I didn't want other people's influence to be their main influence for the day. They're at school a long time, and most of that is negative. But God made a way for us to have our kids in a Christian school because our church had one. And I'm not saying the school was perfect. Hey, kids are there, people are there, stuff happens. But for the most part, we did everything we could to make sure that they had a positive influence around them. And I just encourage you to do that with your children. Just speak the vision over them. You know, our oldest son came and told we were at church, and he had gone up to the altar, and he came back at 10 years old, and he said, Mama, God has called me to preach. I never told him to do that. God told him. And because God told him, he's a preacher, you know, because if Mama calls him, it won't work. We'd like to. And in fact, I laugh because I, I, in fact, I told my children, I said, if you can do anything but that, do it. <laughs> you know, and it's, I love pastoring, but you know, there are things that we have to face. We have to go, you know, we have to go to the hospital in dire situations, which I love that. As you know, I love to pray for people and I've seen many mighty miracles, but it is, it can be taxing on you because you begin to carry those burdens of the people you know Paul talked about that where he talked about that I have the burden of the church on me 24 7 and you do as a pastor and uh, our younger son's pastoring in Austin and our daughter and son-in-law are in Dallas and I'm very proud of them but I know I didn't call them to it and I'm thankful for that amen 
And number three, mom is persistent. John 2.1. And the third day there was a marriage in Cana of Galilee, and the mother of Jesus was there. You know, when everybody else goes home, mom's the one that's always there. And uh, back in, I'm not sure what year it was, uh, Mackenzie Phillip in Springdale, Arkansas, in 1986, he was a senior. He was going on to follow in his father's footsteps and become a football player. Well, he was already a football player, but he was going to become a professional football player, and that was his heart's desire. And it was the last game of the season, and he was out there. They were playing, and all of a sudden, he dropped dead on the, on the field. Just absolutely. This kid... Perfect physique, never had, he'd had a asthma, but nothing that had ever been this desperate. And uh, his mom tells the story. She said, I was watching him, and, you know, his, his dad had always told her, do not go on that field. I don't care what happens. <laughs> That's a dad. And so she watched, and, that, you know, they were giving him CPR, they were, give, you know, doing everything they could. They were giving him adrenaline in the heart, and nothing was working. This kid was on the field for 15 minutes, and they could not get a heartbeat at all. And so she saw the dad going down there, and then she knew it was bad. And uh, they decided they didn't want him pronounced dead on the field for a lot of reasons, but they got him in the ambulance and got him to the hospital a little ways away, and they did all of those things over and over again, and nothing worked. They could not get a heartbeat on that young man. Gave him the shot to the heart, you know, all of it, and the paddles and everything. Couldn't even get a bleep, nothing. And the doctors just told him, they said, we, there's nothing we can do. But his little mama walked over there and took his hand his big old meaty hand <laughs> in her hand. And she got down in his ear and she said, Mackenzie Phillip, I know you can do this. This is your mama and I love you. And the emergency doctor stood there. He said, his mouth dropped. He said all of a sudden, bleep, bleep, bleep. The love of a mother. The love of a mother brought that boy back. You have that power in you, the power of love that can change everything about this child. And I encourage you to encourage your children because they need it, especially in the world today. I just see so many heartbroken children and families, and, you know, that's not God's will. His will is that you be happy and you have a wonderful life. Believing what you are believing for isn't important enough. You just keep standing in faith. And when they turn out the lights and the fat lady sings, <laughs> keep believing. No matter what your where your child is today, never give up on them. I always say, you know, as long as they're breathing, you have hope. And God can speak to that child. And the, the thing that encouraged me years ago was that he said, you and your household shall be saved. And I have seen that in my own life. My, I, mean, I loved my dad. He was, you know, 
I didn't know him till I was 21, but God completely reconciled that whole situation. And when the day that he passed away, I, the Lord told me to call him that morning. And uh, we just, he told me he was going home. I thought he meant he was going to the house, but he meant he was going to heaven. And I knew that when he said, I'm going home, he knew the Lord. And I had told John three weeks before, I said, my daddy's gotten saved. He's different. And it was confirmed to me at the funeral also. But believe for your children. I don't care how hard-headed they are. God can get a hold of them because he loves you. You. He loves you, and he wants you to be happy. He wants you to have your children with you serving God. That is his will. And I want to encourage you in that. You just be persistent, and you will win because you are an MVP. You're motivated, you're a visionary, and you're persistent. I don't know anybody more persistent than a mother. I just want you to know, maybe you haven't been the perfect mother. None of us are. I called uh, my younger son one day, and I apologized to him because I was such a clean freak at the house. You know, I just clean up your room. <laughs> but you know what he told me? He said, Mama, I'd have been a complete slob if you hadn't have done that. <laughs> I said, thank you. You know, we all have shortcomings. But God has placed a gift in you to raise this child up for such a time as this. You are a world changer. Because how you raise your child makes all the difference in this world and lord knows we know this world to be we need it to be changed you know we see how our world is headed and we know it's inevitable but we go out victorious you know he said he's coming after a victorious bride not one under the ground hiding and so in order for us to be victorious he has placed these things in us to be able to overcome situations amen Amen. You know, my old pastor years ago, when we were in Thackerville, he told me the hand that rocks the cradle rules the world. And that really is true. How you raise your children does make a difference. And never give up, Mama. Never give up. They will come. But it takes persistence, I tell you. Consistency probably is one of the biggest things that we have to be. You know, and don't, don't say, I'm going to beat you, I'm going to beat you, and then don't beat them. Amen? Do follow through with what you tell them you're going to do. Because this child, whether you realize it or not, they look at you like you're God because you are God to them during their raising up years. Everything that you teach them to do makes an impact on them. So I encourage you, as a mother this morning, Go out there and be a world changer. Amen? Because we can do it. Thank you. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Would all the moms stand to your feet? If you're a mother in this place today, we want you to stand. and All the mothers, please stand to your feet. We want to honor you. I want to ask everybody here, let's pray for our moms. They are agents of Almighty God to help society be better than it, than it ordinarily would be. What would it be like without without Moms, nobody, there would never be a blade of grass mold. 
There'd never be a curtain hung. McDonald's would be the only place on, on the earth that served food. Something like that. Thank God for our mothers. And thank God for the power, the, 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 the part of God, our Father, that had the woman in Him too. Very mothering. The Bible says that God gathers His children like a hen gathers her chicks. So there's the mother in, in our Father God. And He's loaned that part of Himself to society by giving us mothers. Let's, let's extend a hand toward our mothers here and let's bless them today. Father, we thank you for these women that you brought into our lives. We bless our moms today. We bless our mothers. We send this word of blessing for mom and support them. They have to do hard things. They have to say no when, every, when everybody else, even daddy, says yes. They have to stand up for what's right so often when all around them are saying, saying what's wrong is okay. Thank you for mom. Thank you for the backbone she has. Thank you for the courage she has. Thank you for the resilience that she has against all kinds of troubles and all kinds of persecutions that come her way. We bless her today. We bless her today with peace of mind. I speak to those minds here that are troubled over your children. In Jesus' name, you and your household shall be saved. Praise God. We speak to those children that are lost, those that are wayward, those that are running. Come back to God today in the name of Jesus. Honor your father and your mother. Glory to God. And we give you praise for that today, Father, in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen and amen. Glory to God. Glory to God. Now, let's all stand together. I want to pray. For those that have gathered here today, all of you, we thank you for being here. But this message has something more in it. This message is a message of good news, an MVP, motivated, visionary, persistent, MVP. You're the real MVP, Kevin Durant said. I, my goodness. He gets his biggest honor, the biggest honor possible to an, to an NBA ball player, and he gives that honor to his mom. How precious is that? I love that guy. Amen. He may, be a, may, be, may, may, may have gone to the wrong school, University of Texas, but <laughs> we finally got him here in Oklahoma. <laughs> Sorry, Donna, I'm just playing. <laughs> but in that message, it's such a message of hope and healing. It sounded like the gospel to me. Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and he was buried. And he rose again the third day, according to the scriptures. In the normal run affair, they tell us that a woman generally is never going to come closer to death than she does when she's giving birth. She's at the point of death often. Oftentimes, women really struggle giving birth, and many women have died giving birth. Just at the point of death, just to give birth. Why would she do this voluntarily? <laughs> Why would she do this? Over and over. Some do it over and over. Face death to give life. Because it's, there's no greater symbol in this earth of Jesus facing death and dying to bring forth life for us, bring forth many sons into the kingdom. Did it on purpose so that you could come to know him. If you're here today and you've not come to know Christ, 
The greatest invitation this church or any church has for anybody not, is not just to come to church. It's not just to drink our coffee, not just to hear our good music. But our greatest invitation to you is, and we're, we're grateful you did all that, but our greatest invitation to you is to come to know Jesus today. Come to receive this free gift of salvation because you can. He'll take you just like you are. There are adopted children in this room. Mothers selected that child. Mama picked that baby. She didn't just have that baby. She went out on purpose and took that baby. There's something powerful about adoption. And that's what God is saying to you. That's what God is saying to you. He'll just, he'll just take you and adopt you. He'll, he'll on purpose take you. Woo. And there'll be no more or no less your mother and no, no more or no less your father. <laughs> How many of you were adopted? Anybody in this room adopted today? Back there, back here, right there? Hey, hey Amen. Your mama loved you. She picked you on purpose. My friend, Jesus and his father are picking you on purpose today. Picking you on purpose because they want you. God wants you. If you're here today and you say, that's me, man. I need Jesus in my life. Who raised a hand and say, I need to get saved today. I want to make it real on Mother's Day. And I'll, I'll never be able to, I'll never forget this moment. I'll always be able to remember. Mother's Day, 2014, I came to Christ. Came to faith in Jesus. That you raise a hand. I'm going to pray with you. Give you just a minute. All right? All right? Well, amen. All right. Well, Father, thank you for these gathered here. Thank you for these precious ones. We thank you for this message. Thank you for Miss Ann for the inspiration that we received today. Thank you for these miracle stories that we viewed on, on video. Thank you, Lord, for your kindness and grace to this congregation. I ask that you bless them in their going out like you bless them in their coming in. Thank you that you've made us the head and not the tail, above and not beneath, first, not last. Victors no longer victims. Thank you, Lord, that though their enemies come out at them in one direction, they'll have to flee in seven because we are blessed in the city, blessed in the field, blessed in our basket, blessed in the storehouse, and everything our hand touches prospers. Thank you, Father dear, that you cause the mountains and the hills to break forth with singing and the trees of the field to clap their hands as the people of God go forth with joy. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, if you need agreement in prayer, you need hands laid on you, Miss Ann's going to be here to pray with you and love on you today and agree with you for whatever needs you may have. God bless you, folks. Have a great Mother's Day.